Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand Not sure I understand This role I've been given But I wish someone had to talk to me Like I want to talk to you Naked with Adele is about getting real It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. Isn't it ironic how what happened to you in business is also in a way which happened to you with your partnerships, your life partnerships? Oh, yes. Because oh, yes. It, you had a similar scenario totally. with one of your partners who completely he used was a the benefit artist. of your yeah. name. Totally. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. He was a total con artist and I saw it. In fact, even before I got married, if I was, if I'd really listened to that inner gut feeling that That's every woman the has, stuff I every go woman, about. every woman has That's, that, yes. and gosh, don't ignore it. And if I'd really listened to it, never mind what my friends and everybody else was saying and doing, if if I had really listened to that, I would never have gotten into the situation I did. But then I look back and think, well, maybe I had to do that little deviation. I had to tread that very nasty little path because again it um, it was very expensive financially it was it was very hectic um, but I wouldn't be here today if I hadn't had that too absolutely that's so true and I mean if you look at when you're making that decision the pros and the cons the cons is one of it's a cost of the legal system yeah. and the time it takes to clear up everything yeah. and whether it's worth it yeah because that's the reason you're doing it exactly but my name was was involved there. principle again. exactly and this man to this day still uses my name and says I was married to to get in to get doors opened and some people phone me and say just want to check this um, and I say don't do it whatever he's promised you done said don't do it do you think that it's um, it's possible to forgive someone for something that's so miserable and unacceptable you know what you must because I do a lot of motivational uh, talking speaking and I get asked, I always say to women, you know, when you close those doors, you need to leave the baggage behind. That means you need to forgive, you need to let it go, you need to get rid of it. Because if you're harboring that anger and that hate and that what, whatever it might be boiling up inside of you, you can't move forward. It's what I was saying. You've got to yeah. release all that Part negativity. Letting go. Open it up. And you know what, I always say, hand those people to the universe. You don't have to look for revenge. You don't have to, you know, go around seeing how you can destroy people because of what they've done to you. Just say, here, universe, here's this person. They're yours. They're not my problem anymore. It's your problem. And you know what, the world goes round. And I always say, calm as a bitch. <laughs> and you need to be careful what you do to people because that comes around to bite you and and it does and I've seen it and it happens yeah. so it doesn't have to be me plotting and scheming and conniving you know some universe can do that for me my kinesiology mentor 
used, used to say something to me, which I just, it was so striking. She said, uh, my karma is going to um, walk over your dogma. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so let exactly. them do what they want. <laughs> exactly, exactly. When dealing with great adversity, like having to pay off somebody else's debt because a legal system unfairly decides, you yeah. know, that's oh, yes. and instructs you to do so. How do you, I know you, you get to a point where you accept and you forgive, but how do you actually accept it when it happens to you, when you're going through that difficult time, when you're down? Oh, it's what do you do, Edith? Gosh, it was very hard. It was so hard. It was um, because financially I was very strained, and, but I knew that I couldn't let myself fall into that hole and not be able to get out. So I thought, you just got to get up and got to go and work harder and make it all up again. And you know what? Again, when I had made that decision in my brain to say, and I spoke to people that were close to me, and I said, this is what's happened. You know, what do you think? I'm thinking of doing this, something. And got their advice and their understanding. And I knew I didn't need their money. I just needed their, their support, their love. And to know that I wasn't there all by myself. And I think that's very important. So the feeling of aloneness? Yeah, very much so. I think you need to make sure you're not alone. You need to surround yourself, whether it be, you know, good family, um, good friends, good business part people that you know that can give you sound business advice. And like I say, it's not about them giving you money. Because, again, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit nervous about that and I don't think you should. You need to go and do it. And if you need that, then approach a financial institution and get it the right way. Yes. Not ask a friend or put strain on a friendship or, or that sort of there's thing. strings attached there's with that and codependencies. Always, and it, it becomes very difficult. So uh, I did that and then I just worked hard. And I went out and I found new people to work with. And, and you know what? I've never looked back. I've got great contracts. We've got great corporate clients. Uh, we're busier than what we've ever been before. So How did you know you could do it? Because I just believed in myself. I think you can. If you can wake up in the morning, you can do whatever you want. Because you've literally gone from living the lifestyle, then needing to put that into a, a, an income-driven Yes. proper professional business yes and you never went to learn how no, to no. do events and it's completely no. self-taught and it comes from your sense of style exactly and again i think it was i'm not negating the fact that being married to the person that i i, I was um didn't you know open my eyes and open my understanding to so many things so because i was i was sort of moving in those sorts of circles. I was going to many events. I knew what I liked and what I didn't like. And I thought, when I sat down, I thought, I need to do something. What am I gonna do? And I thought, you know, you can, you can manage a good party. You love people. Um, you know, you've, you've sort of got a bit of business sense. So let's see if we can't make that. And I never, ever studied for it. It all just came naturally. And I think being very organized in your mind because in events you need to be because the event itself looks beautiful and everyone walks in and thinks oh we can do this too but it's all the stuff that happens before the lists and the planning and the being very very organized and um, and then 
not worrying about working 24 hours a day and having sore feet at the end. And, yeah. But it's fabulous when it's successful and, and it's, it goes off well and you've got a happy client, then it's all worthwhile at the end of the day. Because you also have that other side, right? The, yes. The fun, naughtiness. Yes, of course. You know, and every, every, every event is different and every client is different. And, uh, you know, it's so nice when your client is not quite sure what they want and at the end of the day you give them more than what they ever thought of. And you just, they flabbergasted and they're just so grateful and they're just so happy because, you know, they've achieved a whole bunch more than what they thought and it, you've helped them to do that. So it's rewarding. There's a lot that we can learn from your personal experience and being such a kind-hearted, natured person. And we've already spoken about your marriages and your business experience. What else can you share with us that'll help us in terms of the kind of things that we learn, not just business and relationship related? I think another very, very important part of me is my work with charity organizations. So a lot of what I do around events goes towards raising money and awareness for charity organizations. And that's very rewarding. Uh, I think everyone, and I always say this when I speak to people, that signing a check is a very easy way to do your charity bit. It's going and getting your hands dirty. That's the hard part. And that's what's needed. Again, it's not the money issue. Yes, money is important to those organizations, but it's the love and the care and the time that you put in, whether it's a disabled child, whether it's an old person, whether it's uh, somebody suffering with HIV, uh, whatever the case might be. Uh, it's just being with those people, giving them time and showing them that they're worthwhile too. And I always say to everyone, and we all wake up some mornings and we, oh, this is, you know, this is wrong, that's wrong, everything is wrong. And I always say, if you look around you and just close to you, it doesn't have to be in the world, but very close to you, there's always somebody that's in more desperate situation than what you are. And if you've involved yourself, you know what, you stop feeling sorry for yourself very quickly and you just realize how fortunate you are. So for me, I think all of us need to, if it's an hour a week, an hour a month, or whatever the case, even if it's baking a chocolate cake and dropping it at your local cancer office for the, for the, for the patients there, or whatever the case might be. I think it, it I don't know, it starts developing a, a self-worth and, and a giving back. And I think we all need to give back a little. People can maybe say that it's easy for you to do because if you go to somebody, it's so much more special because you're somebody special and that's how people see you. But at the same token, we also generally believe that we supposed to associate with the people on the levels where we want to be, which pushes us away from cancer people mm. specifically. I know this from my own experience because mm. when my first husband died of cancer, I mean, in that ward at St. Mary's, there was nobody ever visiting those people. No. Exactly. And, um, but people, they're scared of what, of facing the things that they don't want to have happen to them. Mm. But you've managed to find a way to take the fear Mm. and transmute it into something which actually gives you back your self-worth if I'm listening oh, to you speaking. Absolutely. It 
makes you so much a better person. Um, and you don't have to be, yes, maybe I'm well known, but I've watched a person walk in and holds an old person's hand and that person is so grateful because they haven't had anybody visiting them forever. And they just, it's that touch. And I always say in my, in my talks that I do as well, I always say it's the word and it's the touch and giving somebody a hug um, that makes them not forget that forever. I mean, just being with children and, you know, giving them little things that for us are like, it's nothing. But for them, they haven't had that kind of, of, of care or attention or love shown to them ever, maybe in their whole lives, in their little lives. And it, it transforms them. I understand what it could mean to the other person. But for you, is um, it a self and is it a, a nurturing need that has been satisfied? You know, is it a female thing, do you think? Is it a Edith thing? No, I don't think it's necessarily female or just an Edith thing. I think for me, and I always say, well, if I do look at me, because I can talk about me, I can't talk about somebody else and their feelings. But when I counsel cancer patients and people say to me, how can you do that? Isn't it depressing? I mean, you know, and I say, no. In fact, I think I get more from the patient than what they get from me. Because for me, it's that my little of what I'm doing with this person has made such a transformation to them, but they've allowed me and they've trusted me to handle whatever they're going through with, with love and care and understanding and not being, you know, um, brash or whatever, or negative about it. And, and I think that that two-way kind of thing is, is so, so strong. You've been doing Powerful. this long before you ever got into eventing or oh. pro professional career, hey? How I, how I got into it was because my father died of cancer, and it was a very long, painful situation. And just watching the care that he got and the people around and, and all of that, when he passed on, and I thought, I want to get involved. I want to be able to help people like that and to give them the same kind of feeling that we got, my mother got. And, and, um, and that's how I got in. And often that's how you do get involved with particular charities or particular organizations is because somebody close to you went through this experience and you went through it with them. But this has stayed with you this whole time, through the guys? Oh uh, yes. <laughs> through the careers? No, I, in, in fact it was this, my work with charity organizations that kept my feet on the ground, that allowed me to get through the guys and the businesses and the failures and and the, the, the loyalty breakers and all of those sorts of things. It was my work with charity and my two boys who made me get up in the morning, put a smile on my face and walk out the front door because it was always somebody worse off than what I was. Yeah, somebody needed And us. somebody needed help and yes. somebody needed my time. And even though sometimes I felt like people had, you know, these awful things that I was going through, you know, wow, that's terrible. But actually those people needed me and that's very powerful.
It sounds amazing to listen to you because I never hear poor me. Not once. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Not <laughs> once. And if you, even if it's there, then you push it away and you make space for something positive to come. You have to. You have to. I, or, I can't be negative. I mean, yes, I, I do have my days where I'm feeling, gee whiz, you know, this is tough. This is not fair, actually. But I don't let it get to me. I really say, okay, my girl, now you move on. You move on. And like I said to my hubby this morning when we woke up and I had made us a cup of tea and I don't know how it came up and I said, aren't we lucky? I said, we're watching the news and those people in Nepal don't have the privilege or the comfort or the pleasure of lying in a warm bed, having a lovely cup of tea and talking to somebody about what they were going to do today. Mm. And, you know, that's what I think... That's how you need to turn it around. because Sense of gratitude and exactly, appreciation. Exactly. Are you secretly fantasizing about another life? I've been to Georgia and California and anywhere I could run. Took the hand of a preacher man and we made love in the sun. But I ran out of places and friendly faces because... Naked with Adele is about your inner journey, trusting yourself and sharing many lessons. Come on, hold my hand, not sure I understand, this road I've been given, but I wish someone had a talk. It's choosing to remove the mask and reaching within to bear your soul. Now I see if I wear a mask, I can fool the world, but I cannot fool my heart. It's about women staying true to who they are. Naked with Adele is about getting real. It's about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being able to love that person that you see. It's about having the courage to be vulnerable. So I let down my guard, drive my defenses down by my clothes. I'm learning to fall with no safety net to cushion the now start those deep, long, overdue conversations with yourself. I'm your mind, giving you someone to talk to. Hello. And once you make up your mind, the journey begins. I've made up my mind. Don't need to think it over if I'm wrong, I am right. Don't need to look no further. I'm Adele Green, and this empty chair next to me is just for you. Come and join me. Register for your membership free to get this show and many resources at www.adele-green.com or you can tweet her 
at Naked with Adele.